This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. Experience the empowering feeling of the Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Get $750 cash towards the lease of our 2024 NX350 all-wheel drive. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Call 1-800-USA-LEXUS for important lease cash offer and pricing details. Restrictions apply. Not all customers will qualify. Offer available in the Lexus Eastern area and it's April 1st, 2024. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Almost live from the trenches of New York City, here are your middle-aged warriors, Chris Cimino and Rick Summers. And once again, it's our pleasure, and I do mean that, to welcome you to the Believe Podcast Network and Chris Cimino, him, Rick me? Summers, me, and middle-aged warriors, us. How about that? It is a pleasure. At least for us, it is. Yeah. <laughs> for anybody on the other end listening, but it's a pleasure for us. Good point. We're having fun. You know, and our guests seem to think that we have a pretty decent chemistry, so... I guess we may as well just keep the ball rolling as long as we can. Sure. Because we're making all this money. Well, you know, the I, look, I've, I've already planned my next three vacations based on the revenue generated from this podcast. It's amazing. <laughs> Which is one, I guess, is to go down to the corner and buy a hot dog. That's one Good. vacation. And uh, maybe, maybe I can make it to the Bronx Zoo one day. I'm trying to collect a little more on that. But I think we, I got a, <laughs> I've got a shot. Maybe one of those half-price days. You know, it's really interesting because so many people, I mean, the world is doing podcasts and mm. uh, and the world is not making money on them because there's just not a real business model, though there are some people that are making probably money hand over fist. Well, if we not- could discover a murder and then create a whole murder mystery crime investigation thing, I think we'd be really big on it. But I, I really don't. I don't want to chase after dead bodies. It's not yeah, like me either. <laughs> been there, been there, done that. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. You have? Uh, oh, maybe we do have a story now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, we got we have an interesting guest coming yeah. up today, and it, what makes him interesting is he's a therapist, and you and I prognosticate a lot about therapy and thoughts, and we talk about this stuff. We'll just sit and sip a glass of wine and talk about life. This guy actually does it professionally and he's not local and we'd never met him before, but uh, he came to us and I'm looking forward to talking to him. And you want to know we're talking about Chris A. Matthews. Uh, he has a book out recently. And I guess the main focus of our conversation, although it's a broader spectrum of the uh, various conditions uh, of of mental health and issues that people deal with, uh, but we're going to talk mainly about marital conditions and keeping a marriage together, or maybe not. And uh, that's that's been kind of his prime focus, I guess, more recently. Yeah, as a marital counselor, where the solution is not always saving the marriage, and I know that's mm-hmm. not what people who are going through marriage counseling are thinking as they go into it, but that's the reality. And we'll hear more from our guests after we hear from one of our sponsors. Our partners at BetOnline continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports information. Find all of the latest sports developments, including updated odds on the NBA playoffs, fights, and even next season's futures. And don't forget that the MLB is back as well. Who are you picking to win the World Series this year? 
Well, I'm trying to pick the Mets, but we'll see how that works out. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's super easy to get started, so just head to the website today or use your mobile device to join and use our promo code, of course, Believe, that's B L E A V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus. Don't miss out on that. That's on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. Well, we would like to welcome our latest guest to Middle Age Warriors with Rick and Chris Samino. We got another Chris. It's uh, Rick Sandwich on Chris Fred. We've done that before. But mm-hmm. Chris A. Matthews is an LMFT. And I'm going to let you explain what that <laughs> is because it sounds like it could be nasty. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, LMFT stands for Licensed Marriage and Family Therapist. And I specialize working with couples and individuals, but we take a systemic approach. So we believe that the system is greater than the person. Mm. And that's essentially what, what, you know, LMFT is just licensed marriage and family therapist. With with that in mind, Chris, so what, what actually, what led you in this direction? Was it something that happened in your life or what made you move in this direction for a career? Yeah, a couple of things. So it's really a calling when you go into the field of mental health or doing counseling, Early on in life, my parents, they got divorced and I was the youngest of three kids. So I felt somewhat irrationally that it was my fault. And mm-hmm. um, that then was just kind of harvesting inside of me as I transitioned off and went to college. I met my wife, the time girlfriend, and we had dated for about a year and a half and unexpectedly got pregnant. <laughs> so that's not usually something you want to go home for Christmas and say, Hey mom, surprise. surprise. <laughs> so we had the surprise as, as some might be aware of. And I went to my school's counseling center at the time I was attending university of North Carolina at Charlotte, UNCC. I looked around and there were no one, one in the counseling office that looked like me. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, there weren't any men and there weren't any persons of color either. Hmm. So uh, well. at that point I went to the church, got a good prayer but didn't get any tools or guidance on how to be a dad and, and an upcoming husband. So uh, after learning the hard way, I went back to school and got a master's in marriage and family therapy. And my wife and I, are, we're going on 17 years together. Wow. Uh, 13 years married, three kids later. Uh, we figured it out and we, we worked to help others figure it out. Well, I would say you've earned your stripes. Uh, I'm curious, and as somebody who left a broadcast career and went to graduate school to get a a degree in social work, I'm curious to know how business is for you, because I know you do a lot of uh, clinical work and you have private practice and do a lot of public speaking, but how are things and how had the pandemic uh, affected you and business in general? Well, I have a great team, uh, starting with my wife. Uh, she she does a lot of the administration work. She's also in school working on her master's in marriage and family therapy as well. And we own and operate two mental health practices. One specializes with substance abuse and court mandated clientele. And that business really took an uptick because we do a lot of work with department of transportation workers. So your truck drivers and what have you. And the federal government at the same time that the pandemic was was raging up, they launched a clearinghouse program that mandated drug testing. So they couldn't skeet by anymore. So that really was um, saving grace because a lot of our in-person services and things dried up, but we were able to sustain very well off of doing the work with the mandated clientele. And as it relates to relationship counseling group or other practice, that business sustained itself mainly because even prior to the pandemic, 
people who were having relationship issues. What happened, the pandemic just served as a pressure cooker. So those issues rose up to the to the top. You know, I, I make kind of a joke that the, the CEO or the executive that was sleeping around with the secretary no longer had that luxury or privilege because they had to be you know, <laughs> that luxury. So, you know, at that point, you find people who aren't used to being together, even though they're married, having right. forced to be together. So the pandemic really did kind of make a you're, you're going to, you know, you're going to squat or get off the pot type perspective where at that point people had to make a decision and, and they seek out counseling to help make that decision. So, and you know, let's, let's delve into it a little bit too. I mean, from my own personal experience, I did go to some marriage counseling at some point. I was married for 32 years. My wife passed away. That's was the end of the marriage. It wasn't by divorce or anything, but I do find, and in speaking to other people, when it comes to marriage counseling, usually you try to fix it on your own. That's first of all. And then, you know, at that point, you're bringing a huge basket of issues. And there always seems to be one or both partners have a preconceived notion going in. Well, when I say this about her, or I say this about him, you know, the guy, the counselor is going to smack him on the wrist and say, bad boy. And I know when I first went in, that was the expectation from my wife. And when he didn't do that, we walked out of that first session and she did not want to go back because, well, he didn't seem to be in her court. He was taking a totally different perspective. Explain how that dynamic works. Good question. Great question, by the way, too. Thank you for asking that. So that dynamic is usually mitigated at the initial onset of the call made for counseling. So when anyone reaches out to me or our office, we do a consultation call. Within that consultation call, the first thing that I'm explaining to whoever is calling is, hey, I'm not treating you or your partner. I'm treating you both as a system. So the mm-hmm. client is the marriage, not two separate people. Absolutely. A lot of my clients actually benefit from doing individual therapy simultaneously. And after I speak to that one person, I usually typically mandate that, hey, before I schedule you, I want your partner to call as well. And we can do a brief three-way call. So you know up front, I don't have a dog in this fight and I'm not taking a side. And when you start the counseling off that way, I can usually root out those that are seeking to use the counseling as just what we call a triangulation mm-hmm. when you want to put someone in your corner. <laughs> and those individuals get weeded out really quickly when you provide a consultation process that ensures that both people feel heard, safe, understood, and cared for. Well, having had the experience myself of going through marital counseling uh, 20 plus years ago, um, and this is before I went to grad school, so I was really pretty raw and foreign to the whole experience. Though I had been in therapy back in the late 80s and through the 90s. And my therapist years ago uh, said to me something that I thought was really profound uh, because I was 27 when I went in. uh, And he said, Rick, it took you 27 years to get this way. We're not going to fix it in four weeks. And that's something that was really hard. And I think that people marital people and from a social work perspective, I know are looking for a quick solution and want to fix the problem and get on with their lives. And is that pretty much what you see? I mean, it sounds like that's what you mapped out and what you just answered before. Yeah. A a lot of people do seek out counseling because they're hurting. And when you're hurting, you want it to stop. And the approach to assist the client with healing or reducing that hurt is what we do as therapists. And licensed marriage and family therapists, we take a different approach. It's called second order change. And in short, what I help couples do 
or create new rules that govern the system. We believe that if the system changes, the symptoms and the signs will follow. Mm-hmm. So I'll give you an example. A couple might come in and say, Chris, we're arguing all the time. Well, I'm listening to how they argue. We're cussing and throwing profanity back and forth and slamming doors. So I'm not saying that you're going to go to counseling and never argue. What I'm looking at is changing how you argue. I'm looking at being able to infuse respect because if you now integrate respect, because men want to feel respected at the end of the day, that's a really big piece with being a man. So if I can help that partner respect the other one, then at that point, they still may argue, but it's not as volatile. And then we can somewhat now open up the door for progression. And I tell couples, it's my job to come in. I'm invited into the relationship, help you guys get to where you want. But once you guys are rolling, you kick me out. I don't, I, I'm, it's not my relationship to govern, it's yours. I'm right. helping you write the rules to do so. You know, you use a term, interesting, when you, you call it a system. I remember when I was going through the process and the realization of the marriage was a separate entity from the two individuals. There was yeah, absolutely. Wife, and then yeah. there was this other entity that was the combination of the two of us, which was the marriage. And it does operate on its own principles that whether we've sort of fed it that way and created it that way, but we had to approach it that way. And that's when finally, I think there was a little more clarity. But do you feel that maybe some people get into marriage and the are the expectations too high per se? And I say that kind of tongue in cheek, but not really. I don't believe the expectations are too high if you have a mate that's willing to meet them. I think mm. it's more about the mate selection process. And a lot of times people don't know what they want until they know what they want. So you might <laughs> have wanted something different. And you we've all heard the phrase, we just grew apart. And, mm. and that's true. So learning how to grow together. And I, and I use in my book an analogy about how there's a gravitational pull always working to separate couples. It could be your job, it could be in-laws, family, children, your own progressions in life. There's always something working to, to pull you apart. Hmm. And it's your job to sign up in a marriage or a relationship to go against that pool. Can you tell us a little more about the book, like where it's available and how you wrote it, when you wrote it, and um, how it's doing on the market? And the title is Finding Your Relationship fix so the book is available two ways it's on amazon that's the that's the easiest way but as uh, everything viewers, is right, right. <laughs> yeah. viewers can also go to my private website public website um chrisamatthews.com spelled as is my name c-h-r-i-s-a-m-a-t-t-h-e-w-s.com and i wrote the book because after conducting thousands of hours of couples counseling i realized that a lot of my clients had never experienced counseling prior to meeting me. And I wanted to provide a guide or a reference tool for those couples out there that might be a little too scared to attempt counseling Mm. or those that are in counseling and don't know how the process is supposed to play out. Unfortunately, you don't have to be trained to work with couples to do couples counseling as long as you're a licensed clinician. And then with the uptick in coaches, which is coaches aren't regulated. So you have a lot of coaches that have no training who work with couples as well. So the goal of the book was just to provide consumers out there that are seeking counseling opportunities to see and hear and learn about how counseling is supposed to operate and supposed to work. So debunking a lot of the myths and as it relates to, you know, what it's doing on the market now, I, I, I launched the book in the middle of a pandemic. So that's always tough, right? Yeah. Um, right. You know, the, the initial plan was to, to utilize the book 
as an opportunity to promote doing speaking tours with churches, organizations, and what have you. So now we're starting to get a lot more uptick in sales because of the promotion, which wasn't available during the time of the pandemic. Good, good, good. Well, we hope you get some promotion out of this. You know, in terms of uh, going into marriage counseling, again, to go back to that, is accepting separation as a positive outcome, actually, sometimes? I mean, do people understand that sometimes that is a positive outcome, that this isn't going to work, but both parties have accepted it completely and respectfully can move apart from each other? That's got to be a challenge. Well, you use the the, the word I, I really appreciate outcomes. A lot of times people will ask me, so Chris, what's your success rate? And I'll say hundred percent. Hundred percent. So yeah, a hundred percent of the time as a well-trained clinician that has ample experience working with couples, you will obtain some outcome upon our, the conclusion of our process. Mm-hmm. Now what that outcome is, is up to you guys. I don't get to determine or dictate what the outcome is. Right. And that's something that is really, really big that you bring up that point of are people wanting to stay together or not? And is it success? Success is based on if the couple are able to be healthy in the sense that if their children involved, they now have a system in play that doesn't harm themselves or their kids. To me, that's, that's success. I love what you are talking about because people go into therapy, especially marital therapy and what you just addressed and that the only success is that we're going to stay together and it's going to be okay. And that's not necessarily the right answer. Uh, maybe you should have never been together to begin with, but going to therapy gives you an option and an opportunity at least to be heard, listened to, and to speak in a safe environment. If I've done hopefully a little PR for your industry because I really <laughs> believe in it. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, in terms of, when you should consider starting or entering into some type of uh, marital counseling, you know, what are, what are the warning signs? Could it be at as early as I've been married two years, I've been married six months, or do you wait till 30 years? Do you wait 35 years? Thank you you for asking this question because it was one I wanted to ask. Great question. I I was actually authoring an Instagram post today that lists the 10 reasons or the 10, 10 signs you need couples counseling. And Mm -hmm. to, to answer your question, I believe in the mantra, it's better to, it's better to prepare and prevent than repair and repent. Ooh, so I, like gonna, I like that. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, it comes from the, um, the Catholic Church. If, no, if, like you're, if you're going to prepare and prevent, then I, I see the greatest success of couples coming into counseling when they're dating prior to marriage. <laughs> so your question was when earlier, the better. Right. That That's that's when you should go. Unfortunately, most people come into counseling when it's you know, late. last yeah. leg of the race. <laughs> well, you know, and it's, it's funny you say that, though, about going in and, and be and you brought up, you know, I was raised Catholic and we had to go through something that was called, I don't know, Rick would know. Pre-cana. It's Pre-cana. Yeah. So, yeah, you know that I do. And but I'm you're being instructed, no offense, by a priest who's never been married. Doesn't mean he doesn't completely understand how some relationships can work. But I would think somebody like yourself would have been better being brought in at that point before we enter into that stage of marriage, somebody who really knows the ropes and understands it a little bit better. Yeah. And, and that, and that ship is, is, is changing. A lot yeah. of clergymen and women or those of the church are now recommending and suggesting that you seek a counselor. There are a lot of pastors in my area. I'm in the South. Mm-hmm. They usually will, will suggest or mandate counseling. My, my own minister, he actually 
will um, suggest that prior to, to wedding a couple, they do at least six sessions. And mm -hmm. 10 states offer tax credits and benefits for marriage preparation courses. Wow. So, you know, my, my goal at some point, I would love to lobby on the legislation level around making this be mandatory because in our state, it's mandatory you separate for a year before you divorce. Mm -hmm. There's no mandate on getting that preparation work before you get married. Right. Probably not a bad idea. Uh, you're listening to Rick and Chris on Middle Age Warriors on the Believe Network. And uh, we're so lucky to have with us a uh, licensed uh, marital and family therapist in the name of Chris A. Matthews. You can find him online and you can find him for the next few minutes right here with us. And I wanted to ask you, Chris, since this is Middle Age Warriors, and I'm guessing that you fall right into our category of middle age. And we're still not sure what that definition is. He's the young end of it. Trust me. Yeah. How's it treating you? How's it being getting older? Yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in my mid thirties. Um, oh my God. You're not there yet. You're not even no, close. You got a ways um, to go, dude. I'm not there yet. But the thing is, is when you, when you start a family and get married and have kids at 21, you good point. Catch up to you. Um, yeah. Every every five years or so, it's like you notice a little crack in your knee or um, <laughs> I'm, I'm a mountain biker as well. So mm -hmm. I'm starting to kind of see I can't take a fall anymore. At this oh, point. yeah. You know, and I also being a being a high school football player, those injuries start to come back Ouch. as you get older. Yeah. I, I think one of the, the greatest parts about getting older is when you have kids, you get to live life another time over. Mm -hmm. Not vicariously through, mm -hmm. but you now get to see life through that lens that you your parents saw you through mm -hmm. so i think that's one of the greatest joys in my opinion of getting older is being able to see life through the lens of your parent if, if you have children that is sure so. oh and they'll challenge you further i mean uh, i've got a 33 year old and a 28 year old and it's they're still my babies and you know you're, you're always you're always dealing with different levels of issues so i have a cat better behaved than probably any of them and he doesn't have to go to college <laughs> Rick was talking, uh, we were talking beforehand about something sort of a different topic, but I think you, you deal with it as well. And now with the legalization in many states of marijuana, what's been going on, are you seeing any change in behavior, more issues, more problems? Do you think that may become an issue? Or is this actually going to make things somehow not as difficult as they were prior to legalizing? Well, I, I want to preface first before I even answer. I'm a licensed clinical addiction specialist. I actually started my clinical career in addiction. Right. right. So, um, one of my first jobs out of college was a program called Weed or Succeed. It was a marijuana awareness program. Wow. <laughs> so, uh, we we uh, got the guy then. <laughs> yeah. So that's why I had to give you that backstory. But to, to answer your question, I, I believe that the miseducation of marijuana is the most lethal component. Uh, operating a DWI facility, driving while impaired facility, we, we see people, we see fatalities because of marijuana in terms of the THC levels are not like they used to be 5, 10, 15, or 20 years ago. So mm -hmm. because the marijuana now, hopefully with legal, legalization, it's going to be regulated. Same way when you drink an IPA versus a regular beer, you, you know it's more. So, so mentally you can brace yourself, you can you can prepare for the side effects. And I believe that regulation and, le and legislation allowing it to be legal will help reduce fatalities. It'll help actually prevent, you know, some of the negative side effects. But unfortunately, data does say with accessibility does come increasing usage. Right. So 
I think only time will tell. I believe that it, it's going to be good in the sense of drugs being laced. That's huge right now. We, we, mm. we, we tend to forget that a lot of people can smoke something that was in a plastic bag and it not be what they think it is. I, I think there are pros and cons to it. Overall, though, as a substance abuse counselor who diagnoses and treats clients with addiction, I believe that those signs and symptoms are something that we don't talk about. It's not just using, it's what mm-hmm. the using creates in your life or doesn't create in your life. Well, when we're starting to see public service announcements on television that says, don't drive, it used to be don't drink and drive, now it's don't drive high. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a source of real concern for us because it's just not a breathalyzer. Uh, that people can be pulled over. Though, Sim, you said the other day, pulled past a car on the highway and there was a lot of pot smoke that you could smell well, yeah, coming, I mean, out, of, coming yeah, out of the car. That happens often. Concern. Yeah, that happens often. You know, when I'm watching people literally on the road partaking, that would be the equivalent to, you know, I've got a bottle of vodka and I'm taking a couple of slugs while I'm driving my car. Uh, whether or not you took more slugs at a bar and then got in a car, if it makes it any different, I, I don't even yeah. know. But it's just it seems a little more um, in my face, the existence that somebody's behind the wheel and they're kind of impairing themselves in the process. It's a little scary. You, you both make a great point. Public safety, and, and that's a lot, a lot of what our business is about, is public safety protecting and protecting those. I don't want to be on the roadways or, or you guys on the roadways and something happened to you or your family because right. someone was impaired. So I believe that's the message that really needs to be put out. I think sometimes we get distracted by the good or bad debate. It's not about mm-hmm. good or bad. It's about public safety. And mm-hmm. are we putting ourselves in, in a position as a, as a society to create more harm than good? Mm-hmm. Um, and those are the points you guys are making. Chris A., our special guest today, it has been just uh, great to have you on. I would say that we're probably going to reach back out to you at some point because I suspect that knowing our society and living in New York and seeing the way people abuse this, that, and the other, you are probably going to become a very valuable resource for Sim and I and the Middle Age Warrior podcast to be able to talk to about what may turn out to be a disaster waiting to happen down the road with with drug use. But it's just been great having you on. I want you to just plug your website and where people can find your book. ChrisAMatthews.com, spelled as my name. And you can find the book, Finding Your Relationship Fixed, The Four Reasons Couple Seek Counseling on Amazon as well. Uh, Chris, also want to let you know, I may be tapping into you. I, I work for a local TV station here in New York, WPIX, and we're starting a lifestyle show in the next couple of months. And I think uh, just the information about marriage and, and marriage counseling and your approach to it, you might be a very vital and useful guest. Because I have a feeling from this point forward, not every marriage is going to be perfect. You may still be needed. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, really. I've got your number. Let's put it well, that way. I'm, I'm all I'm a, I'm in New York a lot. I have a brother and nephew up there, so I oh, great I at least four to six times a year. Love to meet you in person. Yeah. By yeah. the way, what people can't see because this is just a podcast, we don't do video. This dude is very sharply dressed. Absolutely. Is that sort of like a red and white seersucker jacket? I don't know how would you call that. That's beautiful. He's got it going on, man. Got the red hat. I could never pull that look off. No way. <laughs> You're looking anyway, good. And thanks so much for your time. Really appreciate yeah, really, it. Chris. Chris A. Matthews, what a pleasure to talk with you. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, guys. Stay well, man. Be good. Yeah. Well, that was interesting, huh? It, you know, it really was. And we we both collectively have several years of marriage and or relationships and have had to deal with uh, issues in them, uh, you know, some ending 
differently, obviously, than others. But it was really what I liked. What did he call it? Now, I always called it the entity. What did he call it? Oh, a system. Yeah. That he referred to the marriage as a system. And it really is because it's no longer the individual. It's that new entity that's formed, that new system that is the combination of two people. And you have to have a different perspective in how to treat that and how to make that work. And I think he grasps that immediately and then tries to convey that to the couple to see how, if it can work or not. And it's interesting because from our perspective, we meet people all the time. And I like to watch the behavior of couples because I'm curious who's the alpha and you know who's the follower, or are they equally having hats in the ring? Because it's easy to just lose yourself and immerse yourself totally underwater in the relationship. And then we get to barnacles, which is right. my whole other issue. But we could have several shows, you know, on relationships and marriages because sometimes people go into it one way and you're not even often one partner or the other isn't really presenting themselves in the most honest way. And then all of a sudden you're attracted to that, what what they're presenting to you. And then the reality becomes, once you get married, you see the rest of it. And suddenly it's like, Ooh, where did that come from? I didn't see that before. And the truth is, and you've probably seen this from friends or relatives or people you've known is my life uh, is in shambles, but I'm going to get married and it's going to make everything right. It's going to make yeah. everything perfect. And Which, man, if, if that <laughs> I, isn't a trap door, I don't know what. Yeah, is. I think we could both agree to that. No, that's not a good road to go down when your life Thanks is a mess. Playing. Yeah, yeah really. <laughs> exactly. Pick another from another column, please, because yeah. that ain't going to work. But yeah, it's it's a it's a really it's a nonstop. It's a job of sorts, but it's something that hopefully is worthwhile to many people. But like you said before. Success, and as pointed out in the interview, success doesn't always mean that it the marriage stays together. So success yeah. may be realizing we don't belong together and it's not the right path and we shouldn't continue our lives this way and let's part amicably, respectfully, and move on to our next chapters. That's something that people have to be honest about and understand that's that could be their reality and that's okay. And you sound very level-headed in talking about it. And uh, to be honest with you, I would love to spend more time talking about it in a place where you and I can yes. do this. And I don't want to air my dirty laundry to everybody. Yeah. I hear. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So uh, let's get out of here. Yep. With that being said, uh, as always, stay safe, stay smart, stay well, and sunshine always. Be good. Feel good. I'm Rick Summers. He's Chris Amino. This was and is Still is. Warriors on the Believe Podcast Network. And remember, the show is always brought to you by Bet Online. That's Bet. B-E-T, not bed online. Done. Done. All right. See that? Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 
This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. Experience the empowering feeling of the Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Get $750 cash towards the lease of our 2024 NX350 all-wheel drive. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Call 1-800-USA-LEXUS for important lease cash offer and pricing details. Restrictions apply. Not all customers will qualify. Offer available in the Lexus Eastern area and it's April 1st, 2024.